Welcome to Leading the League Baseball. And now, your hosts, Brian Peacock and Nick Winkler. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Thanks for joining us on Leading the League Baseball, part of the Dynasty Sports Empire Network. MLB, NFL, NHL, Dynasty Startups, Dynasty Sports Empire has you covered. We're back. We're back. After I left all of you for a two-week Mediterranean vacation. Yeah, Very good to see you. Yeah, that. sorry, man. That was sweet. Yeah, I had to take my family. Whatever. Or my family had to take me like, more uh, <laughs> accurately is what happened. Yeah, those are the yeah. best kind of vacations. I was completely off the map, so missed quite a bit of stuff. International prospect signing period happened. Uh, hot hot stove is heating up. Mm-hmm. And the injury bug is biting some big-name players, isn't that right? Yeah, we also had a few uh, big-name prospects that got called up and have made their major league debuts since we last spoke. So a lot to get to today. That's right, that's right. Let's start with the Miguel Cabrera injury because that is massive, and anybody who had them on his uh, fantasy roster spent a very high first-round draft pick or lots of auction dollars to get that player, and uh, and now he's gone for a while. Yeah, they're saying six weeks or so. Late August, it will be the earliest he's going to return. I mean, with, it's a grade three calf strain. We've talked about the grades yes. before. This is the worst that's of the bad grades. Grade. Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost a tear. At that point. So it's really, really bad. Um, it, it could be more than six weeks. And this is a guy that, like you said, you spent an early draft pick on, you spent a lot of money on, and you're not going to have him in your lineup you know, for the next six weeks, for the next six battles if you're doing a weekly sort of matchup thing. It's really going to hurt you. So you need to make sure you fill that spot at first or third. I mean, what the Tigers have done is they called up Jeffrey Marte, one of their top prospects. Uh, he's going to fill in over a third base quite a bit. Uh, he had some tremendous numbers with the Toledo Mudhens. 271 OPS of 497. He hit 13 home runs. He did hit his first big league home run back on Wednesday. So okay. that, that could be maybe a guy you take a look at. I mean, I personally would probably want someone a little bit more, you know, more more into the big league, uh, into their career, I guess would be a better right, way to put right. it. Because, but, you know, you were trying to replace, you know, a guy who puts up MVP numbers every single season. Yeah, right. That's right. And. The good thing there is it's an AL team, so he can come back, and it's a leg injury, right. and he could still DH. Um, yeah. But, you know, obviously he'll still have to run the bases and stuff. So What's nice about Marte, though, is he fills that third base spot in your lineup, but most people will probably using Cabrera as a first baseman anyways. Yeah, first or third. I, mean, I, I If I drafted him, I'd probably try to be using him at third base if he was eligible there. Right, a little bit um, more depth at first base, right. for sure. And um, hopefully, so that puts him on track to be back for your fantasy playoffs if you, if you even make don't it. falter down the stretch, right. <laughs> losing your, your biggest bat. So cross your fingers that it doesn't linger and... Um, that's a pretty major calf injury, so it is. It really is. You hope to have him back for the fantasy playoffs. There's a real there, another injury that just kind of came down uh, while we were researching for the show earlier. Stephen Matz. Yeah, we were starting to talk about. Oh, hey, let's hype up him. Let's yeah, talk about how well he's number been one doing. Here. I want to talk about some of the rookies that have been right uh, called up. And, and our guest on episode 16, Johnny Daskal, voice of the Sacramento River Cats, said Matz would win a Cy Young at some point in the future. Um, and that was a really fun segment that he had because, you know, we were kind of blown away by that because we knew Matt's was on the radar. I'd, I had heard his name before, but to impress somebody who watches another team that much is is, is pretty cool. And um, But it's easy to see what Johnny likes about about Stephen Matt's uh, in his two starts as advertised, 2-0, and 
14 Ks in 13 innings. It looked extremely sharp. Left-hander with mid-high 90s mm-hmm. and uh, good location. So, I mean, you know, what's not to like there? Holy Kadelka. Yeah, I mean, this guy, it, it's, it's kind of a bummer. You know, it's a lat issue, so it's something that, that might actually linger. They're going to uh, skip his next start over the weekend. They're saying he could miss up to three weeks with this thing, and that's just being cautious. I mean, that's that's just them kind of a, a tentative, like, uh, let's sit him out. Maybe we'll put him on the DL. You know, we've got the, the all-star break coming up, obviously. He, he did receive a PRP injection in that partial tear of the lat muscle. So, I mean, this, it could be a big deal. It's a young guy. You definitely don't want to to rush an injury like this with with your future. Right. And they were doing a six-man rotation kind of a situation in New York and and, uh, toying with that idea. So, you know, then you just go back to your five-man rotation, let him come back naturally, and then, um, then see where you're at. And and if he's back before the deadline, they might be trying to trade some arms. But if he's not healthy, then that kind of goes that because, you know, everyone's talking about the Mets need to trade one of their gr- amazing pitchers right. and, and for, to help that lethargic lineup. Another uh, injury just coming across here. Um, it happened a couple days ago, Houston Street, with a little groin injury. Uh, Mike Socha is coming out today saying he's not going to pitch this weekend. Oh. So they're not going to put him on the DL. They're going to hope that whatever it is kind of heals up this week. And then, you know, you pretty much have most of next week completely off. So uh, Joe Smith would be in line to get some saves. So if you're looking for some saves just for this weekend, you know, may, maybe a little bit next week if they do end up putting Street on the DL. Uh, it could be just a retroactive thing. You know, maybe he, he's not ready to go Friday and they're saying, okay, well, we can retroactive him to, to last Wednesday right. or something. Sort of a, a stream closer situation there instead of, right. you know, when you normally stream starters for the weekend. Might be a guy worth picking up there, Joe Smith. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, what else you got for injuries? Listen, you want to do the rundown? Yeah, only a few more. I just went with some big name guys. Alex Gordon, obviously another really big name that went down. He's expected to miss eight weeks, so early September at the earliest there. Only a grade two strain, but it's of the groin. That's not yeah. where you want to pull anything. Uh, is it Jared Dyson or Gerard Dyson? Uh, Jared, I think it goes by Jared Dyson. Okay, yeah. he's going to see a lot of time in left. So he's a guy I know you you hyped up a little bit, you know, but with his speed and I everything. I liked him preseason, man, and, and I, I played him in a daily lineup earlier this year, and he came in and just stole three bases. So <laughs> I mean, you've seen what guys like Billy Hamilton and um, D Gordon, D Gordon, what sure. they can do for your lineup. The, the, he's he's on that par with. with with the crazy wheels, so he could come in and steal you a ton of bases. So also a lot of trade talks happening right now because, you know, the Royals, great team, you know, one of the best records, if not the best record at day's end in in all of baseball, uh, or at least in the American League. Uh, Definitely that's a spot you can fill, outfield. A lot of guys, a lot of big-name guys being floated out there. I mean, I heard some Carlos Gonzalez talk today, you know, just to name a few, maybe Jay Bruce. I mean, these are some names that are getting tossed around as possibly guys that could Head on over to Kansas City. Obviously, those guys will be owned already. You can't just go out and pick them up. But right, right. you know, if you have one of those guys, maybe you think, "Oh, this is nice. You think going to go to a contender? Maybe they'll they'll actually play well into September. Really help me out in in my uh, my fantasy playoffs." So that's a guy, Josh Harrison, just starting to really figure it out. <sighs> he tore a ligament in his left thumb. And worst case scenario, I can tell that one hurts you extra. It does. He own stock in him. I, I can do. tell just by your reaction. I do. He was he was one of my. I almost broke up with him, guys, and then he started to turn it on. He's out seven weeks, so that that's going to be bad for uh, for Josh Harrison owners. I, I don't suggest getting rid of him uh, just because you know obviously with what the guy can do, he showed it last year. You know he can put up ridiculous numbers. Across the board, if you can go pick up Jung Ho Kang, he's going to get most of the starts at third base now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's a, definitely a guy 
little bit of pop, shortstop eligible. Yeah. I had Kang a little bit in my uh, couple of my leagues, but I think I dropped him recently just because, you know, he wasn't hitting a ton. Yeah, he wasn't and, playing every day. Uh, and... I had some other options, but but shortstop's thin, man. He, he can give mm-hmm. you some pop, and he's going to be playing every day, which is nice to know. Yeah, another guy, Steven Souza, he, uh, he had a little right pinky finger laceration, got hit by a pitch. Uh, luckily, x-rays came back negative. They think he might just miss the minimum time, which would have him back July 21st. David DeJesus, Brandon Guy are going to play a whole lot more, but I, I don't care that much with either one of those guys. Mm. Uh, Steven Strasburg, this is unknown right now. It's second time on the DL this season. It was a left oblique strain this time, which is just hard to take because it's just a few weeks removed from that previous stint on the DL. And he was coming back. He was throwing hard. He was looking good. Mm-hmm. And what's good for the Nationals, though, right now is that they don't actually have to find a new starter until after the All-Star break because they had an off day. Um, so, so they may they may just stick with what they've got right now. You know, they they may not have to uh, to bring in a fifth guy. Um, and again, unknown how long he's going to be out. This could be they could shut him down for a while. It, it's definitely unknown. It's it's not good, is what I'm no, hearing. No, definitely not. No. And you got you got to start to worry if you're in a keeper situation. Yeah. And you know the in- injuries creeping up with Strasburg again. That was kind of the story of his career for a while. He had a full season last year, and right. you're thinking, okay, maybe the, maybe. He, uh, he's done with that part of his career, but it's kind know, of a bummer to think maybe, again. yeah, maybe that healthy season was the aberration. You <laughs> yeah, know? that was like, definitely the outlier so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah, that's that's rough. So that's pretty much it, just with the big name guys. A couple guys came back. Andrew Miller, mm-hmm. uh, the closer in New York. They say he's going to get his job back. It should be just like it was at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, but Batances always looms there, so we'll see if if he gets any. A larger share of that closer's role, and obviously Hunter Pence has made his return, and it's an immediate spark, and you can just see it on the field with the Giants, even though they yeah. kind of had a dud game yesterday, which I was able to attend in person. But it's really nice to see Hunter Pence back, and a lot of people had him on their DL spot, or were sitting on him for a while, um, and uh, he looks good. Yeah, yeah. I actually went to the game Monday night. Uh, brought my daughter. She went to her very first baseball nice. game. Congratulations to her. We I'm last... sure she didn't care about baseball. No, she did not. We lasted two innings. Uh, <laughs> but we, went, we went two hours early so she could experience all that is AT&T okay, Park. Good. Oh, but... so you tucked her out by uh, the uh, the Coke bottle and oh, the slide. Yeah. and Played the little, a little wiffle ball. ball. Nice. Yeah, very she nice. got everywhere we went to, people just gave her free stuff. It was really <laughs> quite great. It's like, oh, of course you can have some free strawberries. Yeah. Oh, here's some blueberries. You want some whipped cream on top of that? Like, shouldn't that cost me? nine dollars yeah exactly. you're just giving it to us okay she's don't they cute. say beware of strangers giving yes okay. yes these weren't just random strangers okay. luckily they were actually giants workers oh okay uh, i i made sure to check up with their uh, id cards too good, good. uh point of my story is that we saw hunter pence taking batting practice so this was a day before he got activated so it was really nice to see it was like oh he's looking good i bet he comes back soon sure enough next day they activate him and he's back in there in that cleanup uh, spot in the lineup, so that that's great news for for Giants fans for sure. I mean, that's right. With what's happening with Buster Posey right now, a little bit of a question mark. A I couple mean, extra days off. Didn't yeah. really expect that. Uh, no. They gave him an extra day, and then now he had the uh, the off day, the, the home the home off day, the rare home off day that they had. So it's three on days, Thursday, three so days, three of straight rest. days. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's nothing. They said they're not worried. Or at least they're not saying that they're worried, so so that's good news. It's a good sign. He'll have a little extra time also yeah, in the All-Star man. break. He'll play a little bit in the game. Man, you know, we're, we're talking about Giants. One guy I do want to bring up is Matt Duffy. I, I have a, a last 30 days list that we're going to get to a little bit later, but since we're talking Giants, let's just bring up Matt Duffy right now. Yeah, and we, we can jump into that list if you want right now. Yeah, I mean, here's a guy. This list, okay, it's a list I compiled. It's the last, over the last month, it's guys that are owned in 50% or less league so probably available in your league may be available in your league uh and guys that have just been really hot and we'll start from the bottom this is matt duffy he's he's ranked 86th overall 
over the last month. So definitely a guy you should have in your lineup because, well, first of all, he comes with second base, third base, and shortstop eligibility. Oh, he's great. And you mentioned how short shortstop is. Uh, so here's a guy that's hit 284, four home runs, 12 RBI, 16 runs, and he's even stolen two bags over the last month. So he's hitting third in that Giants lineup. That was the big thing I saw when Posey was out and Duffy was slotted into that third spot yeah. and Pence was hitting behind him. And, and he makes a lot of contact, which which he you really love does. right off the bat. And um, when he's... And he's been hit with a little bit of pop, yeah. despite how skinny he is. I mean, the guy's a twig. He makes a lot of, you know, when he makes outs, they're hard hit balls. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 gappers that guys will, will track down, or you know, it's a line drive to shortstop, or he he makes great contact, uh, fills a lot of positions. He also hits third, sandwiched between two all stars. You know, of course, talking about Joe Panic and Buster Posey. So it's just it's a lot of chances for him to knock in runs. It's going to be a lot of chances for him to score runs. So he he's a guy that I I own myself. Right. So if you do own Matt Duffy, cross your fingers and hopefully he, he yeah. does stay in that three hole because that's nice. Yeah. I mean, even if he went to to five, I mean, I, I when I, I envision a, a healthy Giants squad, you got Posey hitting fourth, you got Duffy hitting third, and you have Pence hitting fifth, right? I mean, then you slot Belt in that Belt in that number six spot. Yeah. And well, depending what they do, he's what's great about him. He could go all. He could he could be a leadoff hitter. Right. You know, if if um, Panic was to go down, he could be a. I mean, he's a great. He's a textbook two hitter. He you know, they kind of already, they're kind of a left-handed, right-handed <laughs> version of each other right. um, at the plate. But he could bat leadoff if they sure. decide to uh, move off of Pagan with his injuries which, and, and, and get well, a new outfielder that maybe has a little more thump and bats back in the lineup a little bit. Which we think is what the Giants need I, to do I, here. I would like to see that, trade depending deadline. on price, obviously. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, Matt Duffy's... And they they like him enough to put faith to put him in the three hole, so yeah. you know they like him. So he's going to hit at the top of the lineup for a while. That's a good sign. Another guy who is thirty uh, eighth ranked over the last month, owned in less than fifty percent of leagues, is Mitch Moreland, little first baseman, Texas two sixty seven. He's hit eight home runs the last month, driven in twenty three runs. He scored twelve runs too. The reason I really like him is it's it's kind of similar to Duffy. He hits in a great lineup. You know, there's a lot of big bats in front of him: Fielder, Beltre, Hamilton. So this guy's going to probably come up with some guys on base or at least going to see some pitches, right? right? Good park to hit in as well. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that, you know, we, we talked about the depth at first base. I mean, there's just another guy that you could just plug in there and get some pop from. Maybe one of those Miggy replacements. Yeah, there's a good guy to look at right there. Cesar Hernandez, 16th ranked, owned in less than 50%. This is, of course, over the last month. He gives you that second base, third base eligibility, and he's a guy uh, he's on the Phillies. They they're saying that uh, the GM just came out today saying he's expected to remain the second baseman when Chase Utley returns from the DL. So they definitely Which is big news. That's huge. Yeah, I mean that's that's basically cutting ties with Utley, and you know maybe they trade him for next to nothing. I'm sure they will. Yeah, I mean they have to at this point. I mean this guy's hitting 365. He scored 16 runs. He's driven in 10 runs, and he has 11 stolen bases the last month. He's a leadoff hitter in any lineup. A leadoff hitter's fun because they're going to score a lot of runs. That's right. So so there's there's definitely a guy. That you want to look at if you're looking for some stolen bases or just some runs scored. The best ranked available player right now, 50% or less, is Gerardo Parra. He is ninth overall over the last month. I mean, this is a guy hitting 348, five home runs, driven in 10. He's got five stolen bases, another leadoff guy, and he could be traded to a contender, That's too. That's the thing, yeah. Keep an eye on where he goes. Does he go to a great lineup? Does right. he end up 
getting traded to a team that has starters and he ends up being the fourth guy. That and that, the that other could way. be very dangerous. Yeah, so definitely yeah. keep an eye on where he ends up. Good chance he does get traded or is, is at least a big part of uh, trade rumors. He could be a guy that ends up in San Francisco. I he mean, who be. knows? Yeah. You know, this is this is the kind of guy he's that... He's been rumored there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is a guy... Definitely, I would pick him up if he's available in your league, at least to, to ride this hot streak that he's on right now. Uh, and, and yeah, and he's definitely got the... Uh, the support of management there too. Craig Council saying that uh, even though Chris Davis is back from injury, that Parra is his everyday left fielder. So, by the way, Craig Council being a manager, it just makes me feel old, old right? Yeah, I could not. It, oh it, man, for, he looks young too, which is the, which is good. At least he doesn't look like an old man now. And be like, wait a second, yeah. Craig Council's old. Craig Council still looks like a kid, just like he did when he played. You but know? it's all over the place. Like you know, even Matt Williams being a manager. Yeah, Matt Williams. Oh old. man. Yeah, it, it's rough. It it's really rough is getting old. Yeah, so those are guys. Uh, you know, I think go pick up. Yeah. I got no problem picking up any one of those guys and throwing them into my lineup. Today. You know what I say when when I hear when I see all these guys from my childhood that are managers now? Mm-hmm. Can't believe it! <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> I, can't either. I can't either. I can't either. All right, so you teased a little bit of that um, the rookies and, and some players that had called up. So I want to kind of get into that just a little bit. Um, hit on Matt's. Gosh, yeah. he was looking so good for for a while there. I think I, I sent a tweet out saying. That Johnny Doscow mentioned that that Matts would be a future Cy Young win, award winner. I didn't realize he meant this year because <laughs> that was how good he's pitching. That's how good he looked. Uh, Miguel Sano, yeah, he's another guy with third base shortstop eligibility. That's he's right. kind of, he's he's just been knocking the cover off the ball and big not time. out of the park. But well, that's weird because yeah, big time power bat. You thought he'd come up and, and swing and miss a ton and maybe hit a few bombs. He's got one homer so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's ten for twenty two. He's batting four fifty five. <laughs> yeah, dude's got six Ks and six walks, one to one K to walk ratio, love which that. is awesome. He's mostly been DHing, uh, but a good sign. He played third base for the first time on Wednesday. That is good to see. So owners that will want him to have that third base eligibility going forward, he's definitely not going to have shortstop eligibility next year. Um, but third base possible, first base eligibility in the future would be huge, and you hope he gets some of those starts, or else he's just a utility guy going forward, and like in the uh, big poppy mold, which right, you know, which isn't, isn't that valuable. No, no, yeah, definitely hurts so your stock. Big. You want to get him those five, ten, however many year league starts if you're in a keeper league to get him those starts, so he's able to uh, be a third base eligible player next year. Right, another guy I want to bring up uh, because I own him in one of our leagues is, is Francisco Lindor. Mm-hmm. Um, not off to the best start. He, he's definitely started to heat up here as of late. He's hitting two twenty two. He's got a couple of home runs. Actually, hit one today. Hit one today yeah. before we came on the air. Yeah. What what worries me about Lindor? It's he's only got eighty seven at bats so far. Maybe it's closer to ninety at this point. Um, but it's just one stolen base because that was one of the big things that they touted about this guy when he came up. Slick field and fielder. You know, you can just plug him into second or shortstop, and he's gonna. But he, and he's got speed. And right. just the one stolen base worries me. Yeah, and if he's not going to be, he's not going to be hitting for much power. Right, I mean, he's got a little pop in his bat, but he's not going to be hitting for a ton of power. He's struck out 19 times to only four walks in those 94 plate appearances. Right, um, and if he's not going to be stealing bases, that's a lot of value. You know, you're kind of like, okay, what am I getting out of this guy? For sure, Carlos Correa, another shortstop. Yeah, the 20 year old is he's here and he's here to stay. <laughs> I mean, he's he's looked he hasn't looked overmatched at all. Uh, he's got a 283, 312, 533 slash line so far. Seven homers, five steals. Yeah. Um, you know, more Ks than you'd like, but not too bad. Ah. 20% K percentage. He's got 26 Ks to five walks in 125 plate appearances. Coming into 
Thursday. I don't worry about that too much. I mean, yeah. the rest of those numbers are so solid that you, I'm I mean, not worried about it. You you have to be excited about the power speed combo yeah. at the age of 20 in the big leagues at shortstop. Yeah, you said it. He's here to stay. Yeah. I don't see him pulling like a Joey Gallo mm-hmm. or anything like that. Another player that actually is is hurt and currently on the DL, but uh, on a lot of lists, the number one prospect in baseball coming into the season, him, he and Chris Bryant were kind of the guys. Um, he had some injuries last year. He's a very thin-framed guy, so maybe yeah. that might be cause for concern. But Byron Buxton, um, he had 39 plate appearances this year. Uh, he's hurt. He only batted 189, 231 on base, um, no power whatsoever, uh-uh. a double and a triple. Uh, no homers, and he only stole one base and got caught stealing twice. Yeah, same kind of thing with Lindor. You know, so, you, you definitely worry about that. Def- Maybe it was a little too soon. And with him, you expect a ton of steals. Yeah, and and you, he's fast. I mean, you can see it hit, hitting ground balls and beating him out at first base. Right, but he's if you're not on base, extremely fast. You, can't, but you, yeah, can't you gotta get steals. on base, and you have to learn how to. You have to be a good base stealer to steal in the big leagues. You can't be just fast. Sure, he got caught twice out of three attempts so far. So um, hopefully, he comes back. This season and uh, shows shows people what he can do going into next year, and I'm sure he'll be a, a pretty hot commodity in 2016. But you really just don't know how much you can get out of him in 2015. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't waste a roster spot there. Right. Um, next, I want to kind of look at the next guys up. Those are all okay. the big name players that some of them we missed, some of them we talked about before I went on vacation. Um, Corey Seager, shortstop in L.A. He's probably the top prospect in baseball at this point that hasn't been called up to the majors yet. Things just a little bit too crowded in Los Angeles. May have to wait until September there when uh, rosters expand before he gets the call. But I would say Luis Severino, New York Yankees right-handed pitcher. He got moved up to AAA. We talked a little bit about him in the mailbag segment a few weeks ago. 199 ERA through his seven starts in AAA so far. Opposing batters hitting just 190 against him, so that's awesome. Yeah, Allowing sure. fewer runs in Scranton in AAA than he did in AA. But oddly, the only thing to worry about, his Ks have been cut in half in AAA. Ooh, yikes. Yeah, so he's only striking out about 6.2 guys per nine innings where he was up around 11, almost 12 before. Yankees might be waiting to, to see a few more strikeouts out of him at the AAA level before. You know, right. They bring Severino to the big leagues, but... He'll be in the Big Apple this year. and uh, Knowing New York, the second they need him, though, yeah. I think they'll bring him up. If I had to pick a guy who's going to be the next big-name player that could actually impact your fantasy roster this season, Luis Severino, that's the guy. All right. Yeah. Let's talk a little daily. Oh, okay. Do you want to? Uh, you know. You got uh, anything else? <laughs> no, I'd love to. Let's go okay. daily. Let's go. Yahoo, by the way. That's kind yeah, of big that news, was right? uh, very surprising, surprising to open up my Yahoo uh, app on my phone and daily. I played what some, is this? some FanDuel. By the way, FanDuel is offering 100% deposit match bonus up to $200. When you use our code LTL200, use the link on leadingtheleague.com or just go to FanDuel and type in our LTL200 code to get your deposit match bonus there. Make sure you do not use Yahoo. Go right. To you know, that's what I was going to get at. Like, I hate to bash Yahoo because I've played <laughs> Yahoo Fantasy Sports right. since I, I started. And they've been the best, yeah. fan, like regular it, standard fantasy. It just looks like they, the they've time. stolen Fanduel's layout and everything. I, I, it, at first, when I saw it, I thought, okay, they've partnered up with Fanduel because yeah. it looks exactly the same. Right. And, I, and it showed up just yesterday on Wednesday. Right. It showed up out of nowhere. Yeah. I was playing fantasy. I was playing daily fantasy with Fanduel yesterday, and I went to check on my regular fantasy team, and I was like, daily. <laughs> what is this? This is brand new. Has yeah. anybody else seen this? So kind of odd. Big news there. Um, Yahoo jumping into the fold. Obviously, a lot of money. Involved of there, course, so. of course. 
but stick with yeah, stick with FanDuel and get a 100% deposit match bonus with the code LTL200. That's what that's what my advice at least. Yeah, I mean, you know, you stick with the pros. Yeah, exactly. Uh looking at the pitching matchups because if you have no pitcher, you have no DFS lineup. Actually, I kind of did a little bit of experiment on Wednesday. I was going to the Giants game, so I wanted to um have somebody from from that game in my lineup, Jake Peavy, who was Ooh. very cheap. Yeah, he's pitched and, really uh, well in his yeah, two returns and he from looked the deal. Good again, a tough luck loss there. Yeah, got me eleven daily points, I think, but I was able to um, save money and just stack my lineup. I That's had great. Mike Trout; he went deep twice. You know, I went Goldschmidt, I went Chris Bryant, I went. You know, as, as spent all my money on some pretty big names, but still, uh, I, I did two lineups. My other lineup, I started Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, and that lineup with. You know, he just, pitched well. He got he, a complete game. He pitched awesome. Yeah. And the, but that lineup destroyed my PV lineup. With so it's like, huh. if you don't have the pitcher, you have right. just too many points there. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, Trout hit two homers. My lineup did well, and I paid for a good lineup with that PV lineup. But interesting. Man, no, it's still Kershaw and the Scrubs still beat him, and huh. that's, that's the lineup that won me some money. So no, did you got it? Yeah, it's all about the starters, man. You, you yeah. just pay for it. No doubt about it. Friday. Marquee matchup here. Hamels at Bumgarner. Oh. Yeah. The Phillies are in town. Cole Hamels versus Madison Bumgarner. I got no problem spending some cash on Bumgarner in that ball game. Yeah, Phillies um, lineup, I mean. Right, you at know. home against that Phillies lineup. Come on. Pitcher's ballpark. The, the, only thing, the only reason not to is because you think Hamels is going to outduel him. Right. And the Giants lineup hasn't looked as good. They've got a little bit of a losing streak happening right now. They haven't uh, been playing all that well. Uh, I think can, they've lost seven of eight or something like that, right? Right, but it should be nice to have Posey and Hunter Pence back in that lineup, especially with the way Duffy and Panic and Crawford are all hitting right very now. True. Very close to the the lineup that they envisioned coming into the year, right? Minus um, McGee, yeah, Duffy for McGee as well, yeah, which is the way I wanted the lineup to be with Duffy <laughs> from in the, the first beginning. Place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not a fan. Let's of not go plays. back to that. We've got we, uh, poor McGee. We've just McGee picked up by the Marlins today. Good yeah, luck with that. Right. Yeah. McGee picked up with the Marlins. He was there. They know what they they're gonna get. A bunch of double play balls. <laughs> yep. He, a re- good guy. So I oh, mean, yeah. He, but yeah, just I'm glad he's not on my team really because an unnecessary piece really. I second that. Uh, Saturday, we've got Corbin in Arizona. Or no, we've got Matt Harvey at home against Corbin and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Got no problem paying for that matchup. Great. Matt Harvey pitches much better at home than he does on the road as well, especially on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. See that game last week where he's in L.A. and he's like got the yeah. got a nosebleed and he was getting hit around. I thought he was going to have an aneurysm or something. I didn't know what was happening with him. Did not look good. Um, <laughs> he battled through it. Though. Yeah, <laughs> but Saturday, yeah, no problem paying what it takes to get Matt Harvey. Uh, if you want to change it up a little bit, maybe Carrasco. A little bit cheaper, probably. Um, He'll be at home against Oakland. He got knocked around a little bit after his his great one-hitter that he almost threw. I mean, I guess he he didn't finish that game out. But, yeah, he got knocked around a little bit in his next start, but I expect nothing but a great bounce back from him. Yeah, me too. I've got no problem doing that. Maybe you get a little discount there. Mm -hmm. And a few people are scared away from him, but uh, I, I definitely would not be. On to Sunday, another marquee matchup. Sonny Gray and the A's are in Cleveland. Uh, Corey Kluber, so Gray versus Kluber. Great matchup. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, as as good as game yeah, <laughs> that that's that one's a little bit tougher. It's not as easy as picking the Bumgarner over Hamels matchup for me. Yeah. Um. So that one might be. They're both going to be really expensive. Might be something to stay away from, and maybe saving a few bucks if you believe in Jake Arrieta at home against the White Sox and uh, his starting pitcher. He's going up against is Jose Quintana. So I kind of like that matchup. Arrieta's pitched extremely Arrieta. well this year. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know that actually makes me think about. Um, 
Didn't didn't we get something in the mailbag? We, we do have a little bit of mailbag. There was going an area on. to question in there, let's go, wasn't there? Let's go to the mailbag. I'm glad, right. you, uh, I'm glad you remembered that because I was going to forget all about it. I do want to actually thank everybody for the love too while we were gone. Twitter and elsewhere. Nice to hear from some folks that that missed the show. Yeah, and that was waiting good. patiently for us to return. Appreciate it, guys, and uh, to quit screwing around and get back on the air. So yeah, we, and gals appreciate that. Yeah, guys and gals. No gal, just one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did we only have one female we got, listener? Well, no, we had one Your female listener. Your daughter? Yeah. You forced her to listen She's to like, it. Daddy, what's going on? Where's the podcast? Because that's how two-year-olds talk. Yeah. Uh, so Michael, Michael in the mailbag, uh, he had a good question for us. He's He wants to know if he should pick up Samarja. And uh, if so, Samarja's recently not been pitching all that well, but he had a really good outing last time out, and he's available on Michael's waiver wire. He says, if I should pick up Samarja, for who? Uh, Danny Salazar, Tyson Ross. Noah Syndergaard or Jake Arrieta. And, and immediately I crossed Arietta off that list and I right. said, no way. Don't no way. That. I mean, the guy's got a 2.8 ERA with just over 114 Ks, nine wins. No, you don't You don't mess around with, with Arietta at all. Uh, I, I said you have to get Samarja on your team. And when he said, should I pick up Samarja, I was thinking, yes, you should. Yeah. And he's like, well, these are the guys I would have to drop. Yeah. And it makes it a little bit more difficult, but it's between these other three guys Real quick, let's just take a yeah, look at Samarja. I mean, okay. you know, he, his ERA is not great. It's 4.3, but it's headed in the right direction. If you take a closer look, his last six starts have all been quality starts. You know, so he's definitely going in the right direction. His Ks are a little bit lower than you'd like. He's only got 97 Ks and like 120 innings pitched or something like that. Uh, but he's starting to get the wins, too, which is which is definitely what you're missing out mm-hmm. on. So if you want to compare his numbers to – I'd probably drop Tyson Ross. Out of this, because because you know, just the whip alone from Ross is going to kill you. Give me, I see you have him on the list. Yeah, Give here's me Ross's he, numbers. Right here's now. Ross three five six ERA, which is better than Samarja's at one point four five whip. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's just not good, and that's not going down. That's actually going up. It's headed in that's the wrong direction. Good, but he's yeah. got the Ks. He's got one hundred and twelve Ks. They've got the same amount of wins. So it's kind of a tough choice for me. And you, you also worry with the high whip is is everything else going to rise up to where that whip is? Because exactly. it looks like his ERA is a little bit artificially low for how many runners he allows on base. Right. So maybe he, right. maybe he's just trying for the strikeout too much. Yep. And um and so that that's a little bit worrisome. And okay, so now let's look at Salazar. Right. I mean, he's got a four point one ERA. So mm-hmm. so very close to where Samarja is. One point one nine whip. Also very similar. A little few more Ks than Samarja. He's got seven wins. What I I mean, it's it, this going to be hard. To, to make this decision, it is right? It's really hard because if you really just throw the numbers up there and don't have any names next to him, right. Samarja probably looks the worst. He does look the worst. He's got the fewest amount of Ks. His ERA is the second highest of, of anyone. Actually, it's the highest on this list. We didn't even get to Syndergaard yet. And I really like Syndergaard. He, to be honest with you, he's pitched better in the big leagues than he has in the minor leagues as yeah. far as from a number standpoint. But he's, I mean, his stuff is ridiculous. It's a small sample and size. The, but the good thing is he's not walking people. 1.16 whip. Yeah. Uh, 3.38 ERA. How many Ks has he got over there? He's got 59 Ks in 58 innings. You know, it's, over a K in inning. I it's mean, solid. you can't ask for more than that. The only person that's under the K in inning is Samarja. Samarja. So that definitely, I mean, it's hard. It's a hard decision. Yeah, we, we were both, originally when we saw this question, we said, yeah. okay, yes, you should no pick Samarja. Yeah. Um, and I've had Samarja on my on my fantasy team, and it's been a rough ride, man. It has, it has been it a has. rough ride. And if someone offered me Syndergaard for Samarja, I would take the Syndergaard side. Okay, here's right the thing, now. though. What if Samarja gets traded? If he goes back to the National League, mm-hmm. I would probably take him over any of those guys. Any of them? With you. Wow. Even Arietta? No, just the other three. Okay. Not, probably right. not Arietta. All right. But, I mean, he out, his numbers in Chicago were better than Arietta's were in Chicago. Yeah, that's a good point. That is so, that's a great point. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's 
I mean, that's tough. I would love to see Samarja go back to the National League. I think that'd be the best thing for I liked him. I like your, and his your original thought was like, oh, I wonder if he has any hitters he can drop. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I asked him. I said, yeah, it's, yeah that's, so that's what, a tough you, one. So what do you say? I, I mean, look, just looking at the numbers alone, like you said, just taking out the names and looking at the numbers, I, I don't think you pick him up. You say no? Yeah. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go straight whip, and I'm going to say you drop Ross. Okay. All right. All yeah. right. Ooh, that's a tough one. I know. It's tough. Good question. He's got a lot of Ks, too. Yeah, that is tough. Mm-hmm. Anybody, any other listeners out there? If you got some uh, opinions on that, it'd be fun to hear. Opinions, great. Yeah, more uh, questions too. I love these that make us work. I might drop them for Danny Salazar too. I would, I would drop either one. See, of those that guys would be my Marshall, first. That, if I, if I really yeah. wanted him, I would go Salazar, Ross, and yeah, I probably wouldn't drop Syndergaard or Arietta for him. Tough. Good question. Good question. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, I think that Is if anybody else has any questions, hit us up. Dude, always hit us up. Drop, yeah. drop the Twitter. Twitter, we're at Leading League. Uh, subscribe to the show on iTunes. Review the show. It's on Stitcher as well. Nick, yeah. at Bay Area Wink on Twitter. Brian, at BD Peacock. Thank you very much. Good to be back, man. It is. It is good to be back. It's good to Hope, see you. And uh, hopefully we're back again next week. Let me give you a big man hug once we're uh, off the air. Act like we didn't do that already. <laughs> Give you a nice butt slap on the way out the door. This is baseball we're talking here. All right. For Nick Winkler, I'm Brian Peacock. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week. See you. And stay tuned for our football show to come that is still being worked out. Yeah. We'll let you know the deets as soon as we know them. Definitely. All right. Talk to you next time. See you. Thanks for listening to Leading the League. Be sure to subscribe and visit us online at leadingtheleague.com.